What are the qualities of that GM that, that make them successful that you've noticed? I think when you start on the back of the truck, you go through those trials and tribulations that you can learn from. Whether you are in the right or you're in the wrong, you still have to take the high road. You find that honesty, integrity, you know, hard work, kind of cliche answers, you know, all those things I mentioned, we're gonna find a good GM and we're gonna be successful. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. We are just coming off of our primetime event in Orlando uh, last week, and I mean, the, the excitement is still buzzing, uh, still kind of recovering from everything, uh, you know, seeing all our members and vendor partners and um, the voice, obviously a little hoarse, having been on our Facebook Lives, if you were uh, checking those out and, and trying to bring the action to the, you know, those of you who weren't able to attend the show, but uh you know, we we also had the chance while we were there to, uh, you know, record a podcast and and had a the opportunity you know brought to us buddies uh, based down there in Orlando was at the show and, uh, you know, walking around checking out the show floor a little bit and seeing what was going on and they I mean you talk about a busy bunch they were just coming off of RTO World the week prior um, I think they just had their own conference recently and and uh, you know then being able to attend primetime as well so um, you know appreciate them we had Mitchell Lee the director of franchise development. Uh, you know, spend a few minutes on the show floor uh, while we were there, uh, you know, pop up a, a few chairs and uh, grab a few microphones and get some of our, our crew from Prime Media to, to prop a camera up for us. And we had a podcast, so it was fun. Uh, you know, talk to Mitchell. He's the, the director of franchise development, you know, like I said, for buddies and uh, had a great conversation just about the RTO space, you know, kind of continuing that um, the, the RTO month that we're in here. Fun to be able to do that while we were at primetime. But, you know, talking about the the things, he's relatively new to this space. So, uh, you know, him and I, you know, shared some some thoughts on, uh, you know, what we've been able to learn, you know, about RTO. Uh, you know, him obviously being in the trenches, working on it on a day-to-day basis. But, you know, things like, you know, what he looks like when he's expanding, uh, looking to expand the the franchise, uh, you know, mark of buddies and um, the things he sees in, in good general managers and the qualities and things like that. And just a, a great conversation about business as well. You know, they, they have a goal. They're roughly, you know, 300 uh, locations, about, you know, 290 some are franchise uh, locations. And, and, you know, they're they're looking to expand. So there's a lot of work going on. And, uh, we were excited to just be able to sit down and, and chat with, you know, Mitchell about it. So let's dive into it. This is our on the scene, uh, you know, podcast from primetime in Orlando uh, with Mitchell Lee of Buddies. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast and always, you know, some of my favorite opportunities when we get out on location and get to do uh, interviews like this with members and uh, what better way than doing it right from primetime? You see the Media Sign TV booth right behind us. Nice little plug for the Media Sign guys. Go check out uh, what they got. If you're here in Orlando, obviously you're going to be watching this or listening to this after the fact. But uh, you know, nice to be here right now with Mitchell Lee, the uh, director of franchise development. There you go for Buddies. Uh, so appreciate you know, first of all, you coming to primetime and getting the experience. I know you've been all over the place. You RTO <laughs> world. You're going down uh, back home. I'm sure for a little bit. It's all over, man. Yeah. So it's. Um it's been busy. Um, I am a one-man band, so uh, between discovery days, between meeting with uh, prospects and franchisees in territories, uh, conferences, trade shows, amongst many other things, uh, 
It's been a grind this summer, but it's been a good one. So <laughs> That's awesome to hear. Well, uh, before we dive into the business, I want to tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, who is Mitchell Lee and what's your background like and uh, what brought you to Buddies? Yeah, so really good question. Uh, first off, as West Texan as they come, <laughs> I still live in West Texas. Uh, love it there. Hope it's not a problem. Philadelphia boy. No, here. no, that's I, fine. That's Cowboysy, fine. I don't know. That's I fine. Don't know. <laughs> uh, both of us have had our disappointments in recent years. Um, Amen. <laughs> but uh, no, just from uh, born and bred West Texan, uh, went to Texas Tech, um, out in Lubbock, went to Dallas afterwards. And uh, my background was, look, I got a business management degree and yeah. I went to what I knew and that was relationships and, and sales. Uh, so I've been in, in that role in some way, shape, or form the last uh, 12 years, um, but the last six years specifically uh, in franchise sales. So went from selling cars, sold a car to a guy that introduced me to um, the food space and food franchises. So I did that uh, for about four years. And then I don't know if you ever heard of something called COVID. Uh, uh, yeah, but, I think I've heard of it. But COVID was not good for, uh, uh, for restaurants. And yeah. so just some things happened there. One thing led to another and, and I ended up at Buddy's and um, I've, I love franchise sales. Yeah. Um, I love working, uh, you know, with, with our franchisees every day and prospects and, and really being spearheading the American dream. Sure. something I'm really well, passionate about. I was about. hoping you were going to say, you, you said you sold a car to someone who was in restaurant. I thought you were going to tell me you sold a meal to someone who was in Buddy's and that, that made that, you know, <laughs> Who you know, right? And making yeah. those connections, no. or who you sell to. I was only uh, I was only in training for the first couple of weeks. After that, I was just told to sell the restaurants. So. <laughs> there you go. No, that's awesome. Uh, but uh, you know, talk to I. I know the RTO space is um, you know rel you, you mentioned it relatively new. So talk about what it's like getting ingrained in this sort of retail. Uh, the, the retail slash rent to own fabric and and what you've learned along the way here. Yeah. So first off, with franchising, every time I step into any conference trade show, I'm the youngest one. Um, it's a kind of a an older um, industry, and I feel like that is, you know, the same for the rent to own space. Um, you know, it was founded in the '50s and '60s, and you see, you know, dads at that time passing off to their kids now, and um, it is an older space. So I take it as, look, I'm new. You know, I just at our buddies conference a couple of weeks ago, I sit up and said, guys, I've done this for a year and a half in terms of rent to own. So I'm still learning every single day. But at the end of the day, what I think the biggest thing that I've learned in my short time, whether it's nationwide, RTO World, our own buddies conference, Trib, Meeting of the Mind, all of these conferences, it's about the relationship. Absolutely. From us talking here today to my franchisees to their general managers making a single transaction. Um, in the store. So the relationships are easily the most important part of the RTO business. I feel like that last point about relationships could be the answer to this next question, but what do you enjoy most about this space and kind of what you've been able to, to learn and glean from it over the past year? Yeah, I think it gives, it is relationships number one, but I will answer the question more directly. It's, I think it's opportunity. And when you look at the rent to own space, you know, the majority of your customer is the lower to middle class, right? And whether they've had situations in their life, COVID-ish, you know, health scares or something, maybe a divorce, at the end of the day, we're there for them. Right. And I think that's something that's important is we don't turn our back on our customers. Um, at Buddies, and we can dive into this a little bit, uh, but we're locally owned, community focused. Um, so we're not led by numbers, we're led by our relationships and our customers. Um, and I think that's something that it's, you know, specifically with RTO, but more importantly, Buddies. Um, we're locally owned and community focused, and that's what no, matters the most. That's that's awesome to hear, and we'll we'll talk about the business in a second. Um, we're burying the lead a little bit. That's what you do on a podcast. You get people to listen, and then you can, uh, you know, you get the, the you metrics number a little bit longer. We'll, so go we'll yep. get there. So hang on, hang tight, hold on to your uh, hold on to your hats. But 
Um, you know, we mentioned the travel and how you've been going from stop to stop. And I, that's one of if there's anything I've ever learned about, you know, get, being new in an industry or, or anything like that. It's getting to those conferences and getting out in front of the, the collective, right? In front of the, the vendor partners that are involved or the members and the retailers, the RTO dealers. Um, great place to learn. So I, I'm sure you've been doing a lot of that over the last little bit, especially, you know, like we mentioned, RTO world just literally days ago, not even a week ago, really. Um, and, and now here at primetime. So what were, what have those experiences been like for you? And uh, we'll, we'll start just sort of with the overview. We'll dive into the, I know you just stepped onto the primetime floor <laughs> a little bit ago, but I'd love to get your impressions of that as well. Well, first off from the travel standpoint, it's not a have to, it's a get to, yeah. um, you know, when you love what you do, um, no matter if you're 29 or 59, um, I love coming out here and, and talking to some of my own vendors Such here that I see mindset, and, and, and some people from the RTO space specifically. So, yep. you know, when I walked in, I was blown away by the size, um, the vendors, the products here. Um, so just from somebody that's been here for a day, really, really good show. Um, and I've sat around, kind of talked to some of the vendors too. It sounds like they've had some good shows as well too. So just initial feedback up front. I think Nationwide did a great job with this event. Um, and I think that's something that when you go to really any uh, event where there's whether it's you know home furnishings or rent to own it's always a really good showing because this is such an important part of the industry of making sure you know whether it's mom and pop or franchise businesses that they can acquire and purchase products at a, at a good price mm-hmm. at the end of the day to help their local communities so. no that, that's awesome and we, we appreciate the kind words so Absolutely. not not the 20 will be in the mail don't worry um <laughs> Uh, but uh, talk about, you know, so much of being at a show is the experience, right? And and that, you know, I think translates not just to the conference experience, but the in-store experience and everything that goes into, you know, making a customer feel welcome and, and you know, trusting the business and wanting to do business with you. So what is it, you know, I know the buddies will get into the, the overall, you know, sort of aspect of the company and... Um, lot of locations but what what's sort of the experience that you're looking for at a buddy's store when when a customer walks in what should they expect that buddy's experience to be like yes and can i take it back one second oh, please do um so talking about these trade shows yeah. and we talked about the relationships here and you know you really when you go to these you don't remember buying 100 couches right right no you remember going to get the dinners afterwards with you yeah. know franchisees and vendors and friends and the after parties and all those other things and so I think when six months down the road, if you're in a bind, that person on the other end is going to pick up because you built that relationship, right? So these trade shows are important, obviously, for product and other things. But again, we're going to go back to that relationship and and really not using somebody just to use somebody, but building a friendship and a connection. This is the time to do it at these events. So highly recommend these. Um, Just another plug there. But I I appreciate you doing that because that is a very important point. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So that that buddy's in-store experience, what is it that that you're trying to accomplish uh, you know, for the customer that walks in? What do you want them to experience? Yeah, so you know, the RTO space has really changed the last 10 years, right? And I think that might be leaders like Amazon uh, pushing uh, the technological side. You know, People will buy things online now. Like 10 years ago, 15 years ago in the rent-to-own space, you'd have 100 people in the store on a Saturday, right? right. You would have 50 to 60 flow through uh, during the week. Now, sometimes you might not even have three to five people show up in your store in a day. But you'll get three to five transactions. Well, how is that? It's because I think the normalcy of buying products online now 
um, has really changed the way we think. We don't have to touch fuel anymore, right? And so we have to keep up to date with that. I think we at Buddies are very good at evolving and we've really evolved our marketing platform. So now we're 95% digital with all of our marketing efforts, SEO, social, all of those things. And here's a fun stat. Don't know if I should sh share this with you or not, but I'm going to. Uh, 70 it's 72 to 75, don't quote me, but it's more than 70% of our products that we push um, on our digital efforts are rented out or purchased within f uh, 15 days wow. of being on our showroom floor. Wow. So it goes to show that that is the way we're moving. And so we try to ever evolve. We try to stay in front of our franchisees. And to the second part of that question, so we're franchisee led. We're one of the right. only in yep. the industry. So we have 330 plus locations now, 290 plus franchise mm -hmm. led. So our franchisees um, own those. But we still have 37 corporate stores in Florida, yep. which I think is important. We're one of the largest operators still. Uh, this is where you train in our stores, any R&D, anything we're pushing to our franchisees that have value, we're doing in these stores. So when you ask the you know customer experience and, and customer facing, you know we're leading from the front with that. That's mm -hmm. where we found out these things that are digital. But yeah, you know you don't have as many people coming in the store. But once you do get somebody online, you have to give them a call. You have to get them in the store. You have to do those things to make sure that they're still getting that relationship. Because in the RTO space, it's about payments, right? right? Monthly, yep. bi-monthly, and weekly payments. Yep. Are you more inclined to make a monthly payment if there wasn't a relationship in place? Probably not. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing about rent-to-own is although we have gone more digital, the basis and the foundation is still that relationship. Right. And so we have training. We have tech. You know, we have everything from an operations manual and, and franchise consultants. But... There's systems and processes in place to, to build a relationship with that transaction. And we've, we had a great conversation just a, a couple episodes ago with our, our rent direct, uh, you know, director, Mr. Kevin Dawkey, who he's not standing right off camera, I promise you, <laughs> but uh, watching us. No, I listened he, to it today, <laughs> by the way. It was good. It's a great episode, but yeah. we, him and I were talking about that, that relationship and how that, that's probably one of the biggest differences between, you know, you look at all the members that are here with us today in appliance, furniture, consumer electronics. Uh, mattress dealers, you know, they might see their customers once every couple of years when they're replacing something. RTO, very different, probably the biggest difference in that you have that more frequent touch with the consumer and, um, you know, with those payments and you have the, that means, you know, more opportunities to make a great impression. Things can go the other way as well. So it puts a lot of pressure on having a great in-store experience and building that trust with the customer. So um, definitely something that I, I think has, I've that I've learned, you know, just recently about how different it can be from you know, RTO to traditional retail. Yeah. So, and I've only got one and a half years in this. Uh, He's done yeah. it for thirty. So, you definitely need to listen to him on that one. You didn't sure. just age him on this podcast, did you? No. Hey, he said in the podcast he's been doing it for thirty years. Not me. I'm just saying. You're just quoting. You're quoting the man. You're yep. quoting the man. Yep. Uh, but you know, you talk about all those locations you mentioned. I know 37, 37 right? Corporate. Thirty-seven corporate stores. So, is the from from store to store, even from like from corporate to, to franchise, is the experience different at all, or what, what do you guys, you know, do you try to keep it? You know, like when a store gets franchised, that, that experience looks and feels the same? 100%. Yeah. Um, I think when you are franchisee-led, although you have franchisees throughout different states and regions, at the end of the day, there's still that one voice, that one brand coming from corporate. Um, so 100%, yes. And I think that's something that's important. You know, we offer, you know, 100 hours of training, basically two weeks of training. And we have our franchise consultants out there um, before the stores open. So we are making sure that messaging and that brand 
is set from the beginning, even before the store opens. So to answer your question simply, yes. Um, and I think that's why, you know, somebody lives in Florida where our corporate stores are basically throughout central Florida between sure. Tampa and Orlando and about a hundred miles north and south, but everywhere else is franchisees. So we have seven franchise consultants that oversee about 290 locations. Yeah. Um, coast to coast, right? Yeah. Or, yeah. So we're basically, if you go from Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, over to Florida, that's yep. where we're at. If you go up to the Carolinas in Virginia, that's where we're at. Yep. Um, some stores in Kentucky, okay. but we're not in Indiana, Ohio, the Northeast, the Midwest, gotcha. some of those states, um, and going out to um, the greater West. Uh, we do have 20 stores in Washington, okay. uh, but here's what I love is if you go into a store in Washington, if you go into a store in Florida, right. you're going to get the same experience. Which that's, I mean, important that's you mentioned. What you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, whether a customer, no matter where they are, the, to know that when they see a buddies, they know what to expect. And yep. uh, you mentioned that expansion, which is awesome. Um, is there anything, and I know, you know, a year plus into the role, um, anything specifically you're looking at when you, you look to potentially franchise a location? Yeah, so I get this question 80 yeah. times a day. Uh, <laughs> I do a lot of cold calling. Um, but I think the most important thing is finding the right franchisee. Because people ask me, where do I want to go? At the end of the day, I don't sell real estate territories. Sure. I sell the prospect and the prospect turning into a franchisee, right? That's what I own from first call to close. That is my main job is making sure they're comfortable going through the franchise sales process, meeting with our executive team, meeting with our franchisees, mm -hmm. and making sure that they are a good fit for buddies. Because remember, Rob, we only have 25 franchisees. Right. And we have 290 franchise locations. So if you do the hard math, that's what, 10-ish to 12-ish right. franchise locations yep. per franchisee. Uh, we're 90% multi-unit franchise so we're in a very exclusive group so when i'm say you're joining the buddy's family you truly are joining the buddy's wow. family so um but yeah just it, it comes down to that individual um, you know what what is their liquidity what's their net worth what's their background what's their experience we take all that in we interview them just like they interview us sure. because they're making a big commitment to us right they're making around a half million or more right. investment into wow. our brand so we take that very seriously um and yeah, it's something that it comes down to really the, the prospect rather than the territory. But to answer the question on the territory, sure. we have stores that are in 10 to 20,000 population and we have stores that are in 50 to 100,000. Um, at the end of the day, it's about the general manager. So we talked about that relationship piece. The most important piece is that general manager. That general manager in your store is going to lead your staff, is going to check kind in with your heart, customers. The heartbeat of the operation. The heartbeat of the yeah. operation, 100%. Because this model's a little different. You know, we only need 5,000 square feet and we only need five full-time right. employees. Yep. So that's important for franchise people because if you go into food, you need 20 to 30 employees mm -hmm. and 12,000 square foot, right? So we have an advantage there. But it comes down to that GM. And we can train that GM or they can have RTO experience. Uh, but if you ask me the most important you know, aspects. It's that prospect and it's that GM. What is that leadership and investment going to look like? I, question kind of following up on that, that I think, you know, franchisee or not, someone in the RTO space might be able to, to hear and learn from, you know, what, what are the qualities of that GM that, that make them successful that you've noticed, um, you know, as you look to expand that, you know, someone maybe they might not be, like I said, might not be a franchisee, but find those qualities in themselves or, or things that they can focus on to be a better sort of manager of an RTO business in their own market? Yeah. So you haven't had the chance to meet really any of our executive team, but yeah. some people know Michael Bennett. Some people mm -hmm. know Mike Zagar, uh, Roy Griffall, Nina Shively. If you look at our executive team, they've been in this space for 24, 
24 years on average. Um, our executive team would have that, but I only have one and a half year, so I'd bring that down. <laughs> yeah. uh, so minus me. The outlier. Yeah, it's 24 years. But, yep. you know, they started on backs of trucks, right? They, right? they worked their way to where they are, and I'm just blessed to be around them because I have a really, really good executive team. But I think when you start on the back of the truck, you go through those trials and tribulations of – you know, some of those experiences that you remember that you can learn from, whether you were in the right or you're in the wrong, you still have to take the high road. Right. right. And in those moments of years of experience and, and kind of climbing the corporate ladder or what you will, you find that honesty, integrity, you know, hard work, you know, really kind of easy answers, kind of cliche sure. answers. Yeah. But really, if you want a good GM, you know, it's just like how we talked about that relationship. If yep. if I could sit down and have a 20 or 30 minute conversation with you and I know your background, your experience and your hard working and, you know, all those things I mentioned, we're going to find a good GM. And we're going to be successful. No, that's awesome. And I, I appreciate that. And I think our, our listeners would appreciate that as well. Um, something they can sort of look at and, and just think about it. You say it could cliche of source, but it, to hear it hammered home and, and reiterated, I think just shows how important that is. So no, I, I do appreciate that. Um, Close it out here. You know what? What excites you? Not it could be buddies. It could be sort of the RTO space um, in general, and, and sort of trends that you're seeing happen. What are you excited about, or, or what things are you know going well and, and offering success to, to you guys uh, that you'd hit on or, or tell people about today? Yeah. So for me, it's a two part. First, I'll talk about the industry. Um, you know, we're a growing industry. We've grown through the 08 recession uh, recently with COVID. Uh, we've grown. Our sales, the industry's grown, um, our stores have grown. Uh, so from the industry standpoint, we're not slowing down and we're not going anywhere, right? We're in a very niche market. It's hard for Amazon to duplicate. We actually, I don't know if you know this, but ever since we were founded in 1961, we have offered 24-hour delivery. We've offered service and support, right? So we were doing things that Amazon was doing, you know, we were doing things before Amazon. So. The industry is not going anywhere. You know, the lower to middle class will need products and they'll need it in a way of weekly, bi-monthly and monthly payments. So I'm I'm very confident in the growth in the industry and how we're able to take care of our customers. Now, from a buddy standpoint, man, that gets me fired up <laughs> because we have to be at a thousand stores or we have made a commitment to be at a thousand stores in 10 years. So, um, yeah, so a lot. Of, you got, lot you got, work, you got, got some work ahead of you, man. Michael, I know I got a lot of work to do. I know, I know. Um, but that excites me because if you've seen, you know, our competitors, they've done a, they've built very good business models, but they've been around for a long time. And if you kind of see just the numbers, the numbers speak for themselves. You know, we are growing and I think we are really going to uh, make a name for ourselves in both unit count as well as just, you know, purchasing power and all those things. So I have a really, really good team at Buddies. Um, they make my job really easy. I have great franchisees. Um, I can call any, I know all 25, they're in my phone. Yeah. Uh, I can call them up if I need a quote unquote validation call or if I'm in a local trade area and I want to meet with a prospect, um, I know they're there for me. But I also have a great backing at the franchise group. And the franchise group is a bigger portfolio uh, that owns us, American Freight, Pet Supplies Plus, Vitamin Shop, uh, Badcock Furniture and Sylvan Learning. Yeah. Um, and they want to grow as well too. So it's not just buddies. It's it's the idea of franchise. It's the franchise group, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> their their job is to own yep. franchises. So um, I'm very excited for where we're going. 
Uh, we've had a lot of leads coming in, uh, a lot of internal growth as well too. So uh, only positive things on buddies, and that's what gets me excited. No, that's so. awesome. Well, I've taken up a few minutes of your time. Sounds like you, I, I maybe shouldn't have because you got a lot of work to do to get to, get to that number. That's exciting stuff, and uh, we look forward to, to seeing it grow and, and you guys continue to succeed. So appreciate you, uh, A, coming to prime time and walking around and, and taking in the sights and sounds of this show. Um, and, you know, be sitting down for a, a podcast with us while you're here. So, Mitchell, I appreciate it. It's great connecting with you. Uh, great seeing you. And, uh, you know, we, we, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, really enjoyed it. I uh, really enjoyed the show today. Y'all did a great show. Um, and in true franchise salesperson, I'm actually going to go to the airport and start making some cold calls. There so. you go. I, yeah. That's awesome, man. <laughs> Have at it. <laughs> Again, a special thanks to Mitchell for taking the time for being there. Uh, you know, someone flew in for just a few hours. It felt like uh, to be able to record that podcast, but also obviously to, to experience prime time and everything that was about. And you know, their home office is not too far from there, so to be able to go visit, I'm sure, uh, and, and see the team and and everything going on there. But we appreciate it. Appreciate the Prime Media team, you know, helping set that up and and, and get it pulled together uh, at a moment's notice, uh, no less. Like they do, they're they're the best at that. So thanks to them. Uh, and, and as always, you know, appreciate all our members that were there uh, in Prime in Orlando at primetime with us. Those of you who weren't, uh, you know, you obviously have a chance coming up in March, the end of March, March 25th through 28th. We'll be in Dallas, so I uh, hope to see you there. But, uh, you know, for now, appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast, and we'll catch you next time.